Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. It is Prediction Friday. Again, we are going to kick it old school for this week because, once again, there's only one event that truly does mean something this weekend, and you know what it is. Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas between the Chiefs and the Niners. Going to give you the my thoughts and may, and what I think will be the key to each matchup and an X factor for each team and what each team might need in order to win, and then I'll pick it for you. But before I do any of that, let's go ahead and give you guys the normal picks. Again, I'm not touching Sunday. I'll just do today and tomorrow as far as the picks in the NBA and the NHL because Sunday, if you're watching... If you're watching something that's not the Super Bowl, it better be either the Puppy Bowl or something a little more interesting on TV. Because, come on. It's Super Sunday. For me, that's that's almost like Christmas Day. Almost. But, you know, I treat it like it is. So, let's go ahead. Give you guys the picks. And then, the rest of this day will be the Super Bowl preview. So, Let's go ahead, get the boring stuff out of the way first. Yeah, let's get the boring stuff out of the way first. Uh, let's go with the NHL first, since it's already up there on the list. Three games on today, very, very slow, very easy to do. Uh, take the Oilers minus 275, 3-1 Oilers in Anaheim. Go with Edmonton there, and then go with the Rangers over the Blackhawks. The Rangers are minus 300 according to ESPN Bet. So if you want to go by the score thing, if you want to go by the score metric, go 3-1 there, and then go with the Penguins over the Wild. Pittsburgh minus 130. Expect this game in overtime, two to one for the Penguins. So go Penguins, go Rangers, and go Oilers. All. Of the road teams could win today. With that, let's go ahead and jump to tomorrow. Again, okay, we I'm gonna choose only three games here. Take the take Dallas minus 200 on the money line over the Canadiens. This should be an easy one for the Stars. Go three to one Dallas over Montreal. Take Toronto minus 140. Over Ottawa. And then let's go with the Devils plus 155 or whatever the plus money line is for the Devils. 3-1 Devils over the Canes. And then let's throw in one more for the West Coasters. Take the take the Oilers over the Kings. They are on their West Coast trip. They've reached Southern California now. They're playing Anaheim today. I'm going to take the Kings to at least make it interesting. Three to two Oilers, but it'll be as close as it'll go. So take the Oilers, take the Devils, take the Maple Leafs, and I'm trying to see. Oh, and take the Stars as well. Let's see. Did I have the Stars in this list? Yeah. Take the Stars over the Canadiens. So those are your picks for... The next two days, I mean, if you want to throw in, I'll throw in Sunday too. Uh, only two games on, 
thankfully the NHL was smart only putting in two. Um, let's go Blues over the Canadiens and the Canucks over the Capitals. That's a combined because since there is ESPN bet did not give a line for those two games. Let's go ahead. They didn't give a money line. They didn't give a point spread. None of that. So let's go ahead and go with the confidence scale. And since it's out of 20 for the combined two games, I'm going to go 15 out of 20. Not very high, but I'll go 15 out of 20 in that front. In the NBA, let's go ahead and get you guys out of the way too. And of course, the one time I do that, my phone starts to slow down. So you know what I got to do. It's about that time. Because again, where I do this show, it's always the slowest. Right here. Okay, so let me go ahead do that quick trick real quick. Alright, we already have a game underway between the Hawks and the Sixers. I'm taking the Sixers to win there. Uh, take Boston minus 18.5 over the Rock, over the Wizards. Take the Lakers plus 3.5 over the Pelicans. And go with the Kings, minus two and a half over the Nuggets. So go Kings, go Lakers, and go with the Celtics. Those are your picks today. Tomorrow, let's go Clippers, minus 15 and a half over Detroit. Brooklyn, minus five and a half over San Antonio. And let's go with the Knickerbockers over the Pacers. That one is going to be the only one that's going to have a confidence scale because I'm looking at the West Coast games. Um, yeah, none of them are really... I mean, Suns, Warriors take the Suns, but I'm not touching that too much. Uh, Pelicans, Trailblazers, that's an ugly one out West too. So as far as games go, take the Clippers minus 15.5, Brooklyn minus 5.5. And go with the only game that needs the confidence scale for this weekend. Go with the Knicks over the Pacers with a confidence score of 8. Take 8 out of 10 as far as a confidence. If you want that, whatever your line is, I use ESPN bet for this show. But whatever your uh, gambling partner or gambling app you do use, uh, go with whatever line they have the Knicks set at for the Pacers. For Saturday's game. And let's just see what the NBA does for Super Sunday. Okay, they only have two as well. So let's go Celtics over the Heat. And the Kings over the Thunder. So again, this is for Sunday. Confidence point, confidence point just like it was with the NHL doubleheader on Sunday. Um, two games. 20 points. Uh, let's go Celtics at a 7, and let's go with the Kings at an 8. So we're stuck at 15 out of 20 again. Again, that's 75%. That's it's not bad. You know, 7.5 if you want to do the average. It's not bad. You know, it's it's a C. It's a C if you want to go by the grade. If you want to go by the grade points, yeah, it's a C. So I'll go with that either way. For my college basketball fans, no, I've not. And people go, well, you don't pay attention to women's basketball because I don't watch it. So I don't care if Caitlin Clark could pass Kelsey Plum this weekend for the all-time women's scoring points record. I don't care. 
I really don't. I don't watch college. I don't watch women's. I barely watch the men's game enough to know what's going on. Do you really think I'm going to watch the women's side of it? And trust me, the men's game is not that exciting either. I mean, I watched a little bit of it, what, a couple weeks or the week of the Pro Bowl, the weekend the Pro Bowl was going on. I watched a little bit of it on Saturday, but I'm like, eh, okay. You know, it's it's not March yet. It's not even conference tournament time yet. I There's still a lot left for me to see as far as college basketball goes. So it's not that the games don't matter now in February. They're just not, they're almost there. They're almost there. They just need another week or so left. So that's why if there are people out there that are going, you don't, you don't follow women's college basketball. No, it is not because I'm sexist. I just don't find it interesting. I don't find a lot of women's sports interesting. I don't. But, okay, I'll throw you a bone. Here you go. If Caitlin Clark does it, congratulations. But also it would be very hilarious if Iowa makes it to the Final Four and they either lose to South Carolina in a rematch or they lose to LSU. Fine. That would be very hilarious. It would. It'd be very funny if Iowa were to lose at some point. Just like it would be very hilarious if San Francisco were to win this, win the game on Sunday. It would be very hilarious if that happened. Now, I don't think so, and I'm going to break that down later. But I'm, I'm just saying. Anyway, let's go ahead. Sorry to get on that rant, just in case there are people out there that wonder. Um, let's go ahead. Get to the men's game. Speaking of which, two games up for today. One already underway on ESPN+. Plus. It's VCU and Dayton in an A-10 matchup in Richmond. Uh, the Rams lead the Flyers 10-7. I'm going to go with Dayton to pull that off here. And then a very interesting line, an interesting game. I might peek into this one. Um... In Reno, San Diego State against Nevada. Uh, and Nevada's favorite at minus 2.5, yet these two are 18-5. and five. In fact, I think, let's take a look at the standings between these two. Because Nevada's not going to be in the tournament. I, I don't think so. I don't think Nevada's... I think Nevada's not even a bubble team in this tournament. So I'm going to take a look as to why Nevada is even favored at two and a half according to ESPN bet. It's two and a half. And yet Nevada is the fourth or actually fifth best team in the conference. Behind Boise State, New Mexico, San Diego State, and Utah State. San Diego State, who beat Utah State last weekend in Viejas. Way to go. Um anyway, let's go ahead. Again, I'm taking San Diego State plus two and a half. I don't. I'm just trying to figure out what Vegas saw or even ESPN saw because I don't see how Nevada is gonna win that by two and a half. I or by three points if you round that off. I I just don't get it. All right, San Diego State has struggled winning on struggled on the road this season, but yo. Two and a half? That's not even. That's not even giving uh, Steve Alford and the Wolfpack any favor at all. But you know, go Aztecs minus two and a half over 
the wolf pack tonight. For tomorrow, UConn over Georgetown. That's an easy 16.5 stick there. Creighton plus 1.5 over Xavier. Again, a ranked opponent considered the underdog on the road. I, you know, although you know my rule, if it's under two or under three, it's kind of a coin flip. You know, because when it's two and a half, you round that off to, I round it off to three. So anything under three is a, it's a coin flip to me. So I'm going to go Creighton over, Z I'm going to go Creighton over Xavier. I'm going to go Duke over Boston College. Duke minus 12 and a half over BC. Illinois plus two and a half in East Lansing against Michigan. Uh, Iowa State minus six and a half at home over TCU. Auburn minus two and a half over Florida. North Carolina minus four and a half against Miami. I'm surprised that's not higher. Houston minus four and a half over Cincy. Uh, let's go. I'm not touching Kentucky. Let's go Kansas minus six and a half over Baylor. Let's go Marquette minus seven and a half over St. John's. Let's go Purdue minus 18.5 over Indiana. Tennessee minus 3.5 over AM. New Mexico, UNLV, I'm not touching that one. Arizona should win this one going away. I'm surprised. Again, I'm surprised Colorado is favored in this one. But you know the coin flip, go with the better team. The number eight team in the country, a number two seed in the West or even the Midwest region. Right now, a lot of brackets that I've seen has Arizona as a two-and-a-half-pointer. I just want to see how much time I have. Okay, I have enough time still to get the preview in. But Arizona, plus one-and-a-half over Colorado. That's just too easy. And then Utah State over Boise State. A battle of the Mountain West Conference supremacy. A lot of love in the Mountain West. This is the only game that needs the confidence point level. I'm going to go with the Aggies to bounce back. Look, Viejas is a... Viejas is a hard place to play on the road. Utah State looks good at home in Logan. Go with Utah State. The Aggies over the Broncos with a confidence score of 8. So that's the only one that needs the confidence score. All right. So I'm looking at what time I got left. Okay, 11 minutes. This is the moment of truth. I'm going to wrap it through. I'm going to usually... I would have split this into two, but I wasted too much time getting ready for today's show or not really doing much prep. But in reality, after sitting around for a week and waiting really for two weeks, this is this is it. Super Bowl 57 in Vegas. You know, is am I surprised that there's no buildup? For this game, not, you know, not really. I mean, the Chiefs have played walking, they've been the walking dead all year. Uh, let's actually go take a look at the line before I get into the X factors and the keys. But it is that simple for me here. Let's take a look at the line really quickly. And of course, now it's not even good. Come on, wake up, phone. There we go. Okay, San Francisco still favored at minus one and a half, according to ESPN Bet. <sighs> Look, 
the X the X factor for San Francisco is George Kittle. We've seen Ayuk go off against the Lions. We saw Debo and what the Niners look like without him. There's no and it looked very clunky and very slow. We know Christian McCaffrey is going to get relied on. I would not be surprised if he goes off for a buck 50. But the Niners have to get off to a faster start. And that defense and that front four, you know, I've heard how ferocious that front four is and technically watching it as a Bucks fan when the Bucks did play the Niners. Oh, it was, still is, and still can be. But it hasn't shown up that far in the playoffs, but the defense line has to, has to, has to show up against the Chiefs for the Niners to have any shot. And considering how running backs have gone against the Chiefs, you just give CMC at least, you know, in that 15-place script that Shanahan loves to do, I wouldn't be surprised if about eight or nine of those plays, nine of those first 15 plays he does, will be runs. That's how San Francisco will definitely, could have a shot to even stay in this game. Nobody's going to blow each other out. That's why the line is that low. So don't expect a blowout. The Chiefs, it's simple. And it's been this simple all year long. Their X Factor, by the way, Sheed, uh, Shahid Rice. Yes, that's not an X Factor, but considering this is the Super Bowl, a lot of people who don't watch football will not know who these guys are. Or even if you do, even I didn't know who he was. So to me, that's considered an X Factor. When you really don't know, even if the hardcore fans don't know who that guy is, that's an X Factor. So watch for Shahid Rice, Patrick Mahomes' second dude in the cockpit. You know the other one. The other one is Travis Kelsey. And yes, let me, let me throw the bone out here. Let me see how much time I have left. For all the Swifties out there, Watch for Travis Kelsey. He will not go off like he did in the AFC Championship game, okay? Where he'll have 11 catches on 11 targets. That will not happen in the Super Bowl. For the Chiefs to win, he might only need to get 8 of those catches. Maybe 9. Go for 130 and 2 tutties. He's going to have to do... What Gronk did when the Bucks beat the Chiefs three years ago. It's really that simple for the Chiefs. Run the ball, especially now that Jarek McKinnon is off injured reserve. Who knows if he'll actually play in the game. He might not. But if you get Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Isaiah Pacheco going, okay, there you go. There's your run game. If Shahid Rice, the X-Factor, shows up, then you get MVS and all the rest of them who have uh, the dropsies can keep this ball close, but that's those are really the keys to the game here. It's, it's I've never had an NFL season where it is that close and that simple to really figure out. Because really, these teams have not changed much. It's just now all of a sudden these teams are starting to figure it out, and here we are in February. And by the way. 
if your boy gets this pick right, it will move me to four and one in Super Bowl picks. So if you're not, since I started this show back in 2020, okay, I've been four and one. The only pick I didn't get right was the Chiefs over the Niners, actually the Niners over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl from four years ago. When the Chiefs and Niners last played in a Super Bowl. Remember, this is a rematch. The rematch factor kind of kicks in with this. I guess that's why the line is also low as well. But <sighs> there's nothing left for me to say other than this. Hail Chiefs Kingdom. I'm taking the Chiefs 20 to 14. This is actually going to be... A very low-scoring Super Bowl, kind of like the one in Atlanta between the Patriots and the Rams. I wouldn't be surprised if this game is at, like, let's say, 13-10 at half. Considering how this season has gone, where all or most of these offenses are awful to start the first halves. All of them. So if you have squares in this game, if you're playing squares and your numbers are 0, 3, 7, 6, and 8, or 8, you have probably the best chance to get a lot of money on Sunday because it's going to stay this way probably for most of the first half. I would not be surprised if it ends up 10-10 at halftime or 13-10 in favor of either... I think I'm going with San Francisco's going to get the lead at half. But then by some, or 14-10 at half. I think San Francisco could get the lead at half. And then by some weird, strange miracle, that Kansas City offense that did not score a point in the second half of the AFC title game. A team that did not score a point, let me rephrase that, a point in the second half of the AFC title game might actually score some points in the second half. They'll get 10, win 20 to 14, and hail Chiefs Kingdom. 20 to 14, the Chiefs win. Patrick Mahomes gets his third Super Bowl title. I'm not going to buy into Travis Kelsey winning Super Bowl MVP if it happens. Or I'm not going to buy into the idea that the NFL is going to give him the MVP, but he's going to have to have eight catches in order for that to happen. And then eventually I would not be surprised if there's a prop bet that if the Chiefs win, Taylor Swift will be on the stage. I would, with all the players, when they pass out that Lombardi trophy and they have her touch it. I would not be surprised at all. I really wouldn't. You know, at this point, I wouldn't. So, go Chiefs, 20-14. to 14, And if I lose this one, I will be here on Monday kind of cheering in the back of my mind going, yes, F yes. For my professional opinion, since I took the Chiefs way back in August, a Chiefs win would validate me again. So let's go Chiefs 20-14. to 14. And with that, I'm logging off for the weekend. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I have been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys Monday. Don't forget, you can listen to the show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. Don't forget, 
You can watch this show on rumble.com or download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Once you do that, search for the username A.D. Gerke. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E, A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 660 episodes. And again, the only reason I want you to subscribe is so that way the algorithm does not take you up. Speaking of algorithms, like, comment, and share so we can sneak up on them. You can follow this show on social media through the Facebook page, which is The Austin's Audit Podcast. The Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Uh, for post-episode interaction, you can follow me, yours truly, at Austin underscore Gerke on X. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X. And for giggles and poops, you can either follow my Instagram, which is at Austin Spamonti, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, or my Snapchat, you can search my name, Austin Gerke, or you can search my username, Austin Gerke 14. Again, that's my name, Austin Gerke, and then my favorite number, 14, on Snapchat, just for giggles and poops. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Enjoy the game, and I'll see you guys Monday.